Hey everyone, welcome back to part 2 of Becoming Working Moms. Ellie was asking this question about how is it like having to choose between career and family? How can we cope with this struggle and is there a light at the end of the tunnel? Okay, let's continue in this conversation. <laughs> okay, well, well, I'll tackle this and hopefully also give some light at the end of the tunnel that you mentioned. Um, okay, so as I've said before, right, um, I think it's really important to also understand your needs and your goals um, as a working woman. Um, finding also a workspace that allows you to achieve those goals is mm. so key. Um, and I th- and I'd like to think that you know the situation now compared how it was previously or before in the years before, um, there are some slight improvements when it comes to understanding the importance of a work-life balance in the mm. sense that um, you know I've heard of some organizations having increased maternity leave, having paternity leave, um, mm. the you know child care facilities within the organizations. Um, you know, more flexi working hours. I think especially after the, this, I mean, having gone through the pandemic, still going through the pandemic, people are realizing that, you know, remote working is a possibility, is an option. We've managed to do it for close to two years. Um, so hopefully in the future, you know, we have organizations that allow a little bit more flexibility for working parents as well. Mm. But it's um, important to find these spaces that allow you to achieve what you want out of both work and family life. Um, also understand la, if, if, a, if an organization is not making you happy, if it's a toxic environment, if it's causing you to feel like major parts of your life are being compromised, mm-hmm. um, then it's also maybe time to take stock and kind of assess where you might want to go to next. For me personally, and again, this is a personal journey, um, so I, I'm not saying everybody should follow this path. I decided to take a step back from an environment that was very intense. Um, and now I'm in a space where, you know, fellow women that I work with, we're, we're all mothers in the organization that I work with. So we understand uh, the importance of family coming mm. honestly first in, in, our, in our organization. So we are flexible. We have um, mental health kind of, um, you know, boundaries. Mm. We have, uh, we all understand it. If we have, okay, you got a kid that's sick, you got to run, do a school run, you got to take them to the hospital, whatever, go, please. Like no questions asked. Mm. Um, does it come at a cost? In the sense of yes, in the sense of I'm not earning the same amount of money as I would have been earning had I stayed in that previous position I was in. Mm. I don't have that nice shiny title of being partner. Um, mm. But do I need that in the sense of, I mean, compared to where I am now, I'm healthier mentally. Um, I feel like I'm doing work that inspires me and is making a difference. I'm working with an organization that you know elevates issues that relate to you know child sexual abuse prevention and domestic violence awareness. So these are things that matter to me. Mm. Um, so it's a matter of kind of, like I said before, understanding what your goals are. Your goals and priorities, quite honestly, will change when you become a mother. It is just how it is. And not just mothers, fathers also go through this. The priorities as a parent will change. Um, yeah, so it's just, I think, finding what works for you. And yes, you have, you can balance that. It's just understanding that 
there are certain things that you might have to compromise on or sacrifice on, uh, but ultimately understand what matters to you. That said also, as a parent, even now with this place that I'm in, um, I think I still there is that balance that you need to strike and that's a difficult balance sometimes. So I can't always be as full on with the kids as I would like to and mm. I struggle with that guilt. Um, so you know, when I have a meeting and my child really wants my attention, mommy, I want you to see what this thing is I'm doing and I can't because I'm presenting something or I'm working on something with a deadline. Um, that's a tough thing for me. Uh, mm. But understanding also that you know, as as parents, we want to be as present as possible in the lives of our children. Um, mm. It doesn't last very long, honestly. Childhood, where they want your attention and they want you to be such an active part of their lives, and it's it's um, something I'm telling myself a lot now. To carve out <laughs> that time to really just be in the same space that they're in, because mm. that's important. Yeah, yeah. That that was. I think I'm also processing as as we were. Um, thinking about the word balance, I think it comes up a lot, and and yeah. and I, um, yeah. So so this having it all, I think I'm I'm like I said, I'm I'm pretty idealistic. I, I think I'm still standing on. So it's not no for me, uh, really, for that answer. Uh, it is I will continue to go for it because that's what the word tells me so um, but I need to very be, be very conscious what that means to me at all times and and uh, all is again it's not defined by anyone else mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to please everybody around me my mom you know every, everybody it just gets too tiring but I need mm-hmm. to be very clear uh, um, if if there is one voice that is most important to me, what would it be? Is it my, my voice? And so in, in my two-year journey when I was a stay-at-home mom, I was miserable and I was grappling with identity and I affected the whole family. My, my husband saw that I was not happy he, and he couldn't do anything to help me, right? Like nothing, nothing. It was just an internal thing. Mm-hmm. There's nothing he can say or do. He can, he can I, I just gotta, I, I really gotta work with it within myself and with, with God. So so it was it was a very personal um, wrestling um, that that I had to go through. Um, and, and lately um, I think even as I we're, we're relocating to, to, to Singapore and you know Singapore environment is, is gonna be even crazier. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and I um, and, and, and I was uh, looking for a job, right, essentially. And, and the job that I, I'm looking at is, uh, is imagine tech startup, Singapore, wow. global. You know <laughs> how, where it's going to end up to be already. But I'm excited about that. And I think that um, I believe God has called me to be in that space. So, so the question is, um, what do I do with that? If I felt that that is a call that I have in my life, um, and I, I was all ready to put it on the altar and sacrifice it, right? Like, okay, all these dreams I forget about it, lah, Like, it's like <laughs> when you become mama, you know, everybody, ma, all our few earlier generation, they all sacrifice their dream, right? Like, mm-hmm. it is a normal thing to do. Why can't I do it? How come I'm so proud? You know, how come I'm so like self centered and, and all that? So, those were all my thoughts. Yeah, you're ready to Isaac it, but God said, wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I, yeah, I was like, then that was just so beautiful, Jess. It was just amazing <laughs> how this thing come to you. And I think that waiting thing happened to me like maybe like about a month ago. And mm. and I felt so this is the powerful revelation. And I just couldn't stop crying for like an hour when, when this came and I felt God saying, 
you gotta chase your dreams. He's saying to me, mm. you know, so here I am, I'm saying, God, I'm willing to lay it all down because being a mother is like this most amazing thing. And, mm. you know, I'm willing to lay it all down. Lah. I'm, I don't want to be that selfish person, you know, like I, I don't want to. But it's hard for me. It's hard for mm. me. I'm so excited about what's happening. Mm. And I feel it is my call deep in me. I know I'm called for the business world. So I, so I, I'm wrestling and, and God just told me, go chase your dream. And I just broke down. I was crying for like one wow. hour. Yeah. And, uh, and in front of like some random stranger who coached me on that topic. And I realized that actually, if there's one thing I could leave. So what, what does a good mom mean? Actually, if I can be a mom that can show my son that she's not afraid mm. to go after the dream and the destiny that God has wow. for you, and even if I make the wrong choices, I'll get up again and I'll do it. Wouldn't that be amazing gift lah, that I leave for my son? That I don't think anybody could do that, right? And and that was my big aha moment. I'm like, wow. Yeah, even if I can't cook and I can't bake and I make all those like like really bad cookies for my kid. I mean, by the way, he loves it lah, but okay. Uh, but, uh, but it's not so good lah. But it, it's just... Um, if I can leave this behind and my child caught that, right, and he can go after that dream that he had that God has put in his heart, right, mm. wouldn't that be amazing, right? Wow. And for me, that was enough, yeah. right? Like, that. that was just enough for me to, like, I'm still emotional when I talk about it. That was enough um, to go over all the struggle that I have. Oh, you know, like, I'm, like, sacrificed. Actually, so I realized that I don't want to talk about balance. I want to pursue the full mm. because God said I can, but I want to continue to abide in Him to understand what full really means to wow. me mm -hmm. and to Him. Yeah. And then I go after it, right? Mm. Then hopefully my child will catch something and he too can be like that, right? And oh. and then I can, because I'm, I'm quite old now when I have my kid, right? I'm not going to be there for him the whole life. You know, if, if I'm... 46, okay, here goes the secret. Um, and, <laughs> and he's five, right? So I don't know how many years I have and I, 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 I'm running out of time and I, whatever I have, I better like just lay it all down on the table and then let him just grab it, right? And mm. that would probably be the biggest gift I can give him and that would be what a good mom means to me. Lah. So oh. that is my latest that. revelation. But he's five years old, so you know, like five years <laughs> and then if you check in with me three years later, I'll probably can tell you part two of that. <laughs> um, but I, it is an ongoing journey lah, for me and that is just, wow. um, yeah, something recently that's quite big lah, that happened to me. I really, really love that you said that. That gives yeah. me so much hope, right? That, yeah. you know, you, 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 you choose to, um, you know, have a kid suffer for a couple of years with identity crisis but then one day 50% of a 50-50 chance that God will call you back and say hey you belong in the marketplace as well and you know just as Kim mentioned earlier right there's a place for for different types of women women that want to be full-time moms women that want to be working moms so yes. there's a 50-50 chance that God will pick me to be working mom I have I have, a, I have a, a little bit of hope there you know it's, all is not lost um, but either way at the end of the day it's kind of just I mean like, like leaving a legacy, right, for your children. Yeah, I love yeah. that sharing, Noel. Um, I really also think that, I mean, you know, the dreams that we have in our hearts are mm. so important to us, but we also forget sometimes how important they are to our Creator, our Father. I mean, mm. we are, we're loved yeah. um, more than we can possibly imagine. Um, yeah. And the desires of our hearts is something that, I truly think that our father wants to give his daughters, right? So yeah. whatever it is, 
um, big dreams, small dreams, whatever. Just allow yourselves to lay it down at his feet and let him take you down paths that you might not necessarily have imagined. Yeah. Um, don't ever feel, I think we sh- I don't think we should ever limit ourselves mm. from dreaming big mm. um, or dreaming differently. Uh, you yeah. know, so just, yeah, let God take you through that process. Is it that simple to to get another career after, you know, taking a break, especially when being a stay-at-home mom? Do you think that there's any stigma against, like, being a stay-at-home mom when you want to start working again? This is having conversations with my bosses as well about this. Yeah. Um, they do... Um, they do mention sometimes, you know, when they get a resume, like, oh, uh, this person had a break. So I'm, I'm just thinking, yeah. like, you know, is it yeah. possible to take a break and then go back to the same thing you were doing? Or maybe it, we have to change our mindset a bit and probably do something else, like something new. Okay. Um, okay. Fact of the matter is, yes, it is going to be difficult. Um, not sugarcoating it because the way that I think a lot of how employers uh, think is that, ah, yalla. okay, so she's taken a break. Um, definitely the knowledge bank might have gotten rusty in that sense. Um, and it, it, it's harder, especially with the longer amount of time that you take out of work. Um, that being said, I think that it's, it's very much something that you can work on. So even in the time where you decide to, for this season of your life, to take a step back from work, it doesn't ever mean you stop learning or you stop like growing or advancing yourself in that way. Um, if it's important to you to return to that same industry that you're in, then keep abreast with developments within your industry. Mm. Um, make sure that your brain is still engaged beyond, you know, nursery rhymes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> keep in touch. Yeah, oh my gosh. <laughs> um, keep having conversations that um, allow you to understand what is going on in that world. Mm. Um, it will obviously, yes. I mean, even if you take, I don't know, like let's say a two-week holiday and get back into the office, already there's an adjustment, right? Mm. What more so like, let's say two months or two years even or whatever. Um, but try to always feed your mind. Um, and I think also if you feel that there are, because your other question, the other sub-question was, what happens then if you want to consider stepping into another career path? So that's something that I had to do. Um, so even in the time where I was, uh, you know, taking t- taking a step back from legal practice, um, I knew I wanted to do something. I was so restless. I was like, okay, it has to be more than just this at home. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I started to freelance write because writing has always been uh, my passion. Uh, my first love before I ended up doing law and so I said okay I haven't exercised my writing skills for a very long time but I want to do with something it's easier mm-hmm. because it's you know freelance basis and from home so I started writing love for different publications different websites different areas and obviously that was a change because I had to switch my creative brain on versus mm-hmm. like my legal brain and that part had gone dormant for so long but the more that I did it uh, and the more I I stepped out of my comfort zone the more I grew Mm. and then that eventually led to me finding the role that I'm in uh, where I became a contributing writer for them and then now managing editor for them Mm. Um, it's very very different from the path that I was on before but 
it's still something that is fulfilling to me. Mm-hmm. So I think for me, my take home would be, um, I think don't be afraid of trying new things as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe sit down with yourself and then figure out what are the other things beyond the job that I was doing that could potentially be of interest to me. Don't mm-hmm. do something for the sake of doing something, but do something because you feel um, you could have significance in that field. You could do something in that field that excites you and inspires you. Mm-hmm. And choose and do that. Um, and also, I think also, if you do decide ultimately I want to go back to where I was before, um, there are also um, people are broadening their minds now to the concept of wanting to retain the talent that they have um, by you know making the return of women workers back into the workforce a lot easier. Mm. Um, there are, I don't know, like uh, grants and um, you know, returnship programs, um, things that help you hone in your, your abilities before you enter the workforce. There, mm. there are opportunities out there. You just have to look for it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think um, I was gonna, curious to ask him, um, like if, if I asked you 10 years ago, if I've had a chance to meet you, did you imagine that you're gonna be doing what you're doing now? Oh my God. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that the reason I was asking is that as I'm hearing from you, also I was very, very, and it, it was something that I think we were talking about earlier about not limiting the dream that God had in our lives. And I, I think sometimes we only saw that we are um, sort of what God called you. Maybe it's in maybe IT and maybe like this, 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 this. And yeah, for me it was like oh maybe like tech and um, strategy and management whatsoever. And I thought that was it. Then until I went into NGO space. So, mm. so I I feel that dream that God had for us is bigger than what we imagine yeah. it to be. Yeah. And and God used circumstances to expand that. Um, perspective mm-hmm. and actually motherhood if you think about it is actually a gift that allow us to break our own um, planned career yeah. path like, if you would right? <laughs> so, so it's it's amazing because I, I think I, I had I had that like and, and I had a double whammy I, I went into NGO right of all places I was in, in top management in, in Digi then I went to NGO so people thought so the way I interview nowadays I tell them I went rogue and <laughs> went into NGO for five years <laughs> and I love it and the kind of perspective and then, then the way I do it is also I don't sell myself short when I was a stay-at-home mom because it gives me perspective yeah. about life and people. Yes. As a leader in any organization, you got to understand about people. Uh, like now I, I feel so much, like now I have a, a much better appreciation in creating a work environment and a culture mm. that that is inclusive, that is... Yes, so um, that is humanistic like it's mm. it's 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 human a place that is human you know and mm. and and it will make me a better leader it will yeah. make me um i can go out there and work for company and i don't sell myself short and and i you know, i don't speak like that when i was first second year like, ah, now five years <laughs> I can't like that. <laughs> but, uh, but i i feel it was that dream uh, and and i remember so i i did something a bit similar to kim where I test drive with things. Um, I and I remember my prayer after first second year uh, when after Ethan was born. It's like God, like take me off the reserve bench, right? Um, I'm not mm. a football fan, but my husband is, so I gotta learn some terms. <laughs> so like take me off the, the the bench, you know, so I can be in the field and play uh, because I saw so many exciting things and I I want to be there, but I couldn't. I couldn't. Mm. I have no help at home as well, so I'm like full time mm. So. And it was really frustrating, and and um, but 
but I didn't immediately say, you know what, I'm going <laughs> to just immediately put my child in the daycare and, and all that. Last. So um, he, he started half day school. So I said, okay, I can do 10 hours a day. So then I started with something mm. and got open doors. Um, and I went back to what my comfort zone is. It was tech, telco, it was strategy, consulting, that kind of thing. So I did 10 hours a week. Then I up it. Then I up it. So after mm. about one year, they offered me the COO position and I took it. And mm. still, I wasn't a full-time person then. I was part-time all the way until I stopped. So for me, it's about being in the environment. Um, and yes, I have a big gap. I am, So back to Ali's question, right? Like that's knowledge gap. I really have to ramp up because I was in NGO world and I my business brain is like rusty already and I got to really brush up. And working with a startup means you got to be um, learning all about uh, Slack, you know, uh, all kinds of stuff and uh, cloud and everything. And um, But it's not too bad. It's in you. I, I believe when God called you, he, he put something in you and you just got to put in the hard work. Then think can one, can one. Then probably within three, four months, I, but I, I'm, I'm very open about it. I will tell them, hey guys, I'm a bit rusty. Bear with me. Like, just explain to me what this is. And um, and then I'm okay with it. And then now I can like bluff people out with all those terminologies. Um, so it does go through an adjustment period. Uh, as, as Kim said, I love that thing about being away for two weeks. And really everything is about just, um, just brushing off the dust lah, of whatever you have. Um, but I do think that non-negotiables are important. Now, I'm a person that is quite bad with non-negotiables. My boundaries are not very good. But um, I, I now know if I interview for a place, if my son barge in, maybe I should do that as a test when I interview. If he barge in and I see this disdain like face, right? Oh, like how can... I know that's not the place for me. That's mm -hmm. it. Like I, I can't work in a place where... They, so the stigma question, right? I, I don't think I'll be happy there. If if I'm going to feel bad about every time my son yeah. comes into the meeting, mm -hmm. it's just not going to work for me. Yeah. Like it's a value clash. Yeah. So um, uh, so now I'm looking for work that is fully remote, uh, have flexibility of work so I can take my son to school, come back, blah, blah, blah. But I'm going to be willing to work at night when he sleeps, you know, that mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I got to be okay with that. So if I go into a global hybrid team, it works perfect because time zones work mm -hmm. in my favor. Um, and then so so after I process that, I know those are my boundaries. Um, and I'm very clear, uh, if my work environment and my boss does not appreciate the same things I do, I, I don't think I can be happy there. So um, I'm just going to spare myself that misery line and just move on. So, um, and if it takes a long time to, to do it, um, I, I, I also have to trust that God... So not only God is my father, he loves our dreams and he preserves that, he's also my CEO. So I believe that call that he has, my CEO is going to place me to a place in which there will be benefits and compensation that will work for me. And he's going to look at my talent, just like how we interview anybody. And he's going to place me exactly where he wants me to be. So, yeah. so like I said, I'm idealistic. So I, that's just the way my brain functions. And doesn't mean I'm happy all the time. I wrestle with that. Hmm. But I, I want to hold on. I don't want to compromise and limit what God can do in my life. So I, I don't want to tell myself, oh, I can only choose one. Like I feel, mm. who's, who's saying that to me? Mm. Actually, what, what, is it truth or not? Like if it's just my voice, then I don't want to trust it, right? Like, and or is it my, you know, is, or is it somebody's voice? And whose voice is telling me that I only can do one thing? And mm -hmm. I, I, I want to challenge that, and I, I want um, to be able to 
um, really hear that one voice that's most important now. So if God says abundant life, okay, God, I'm holding you to your word. <laughs> Show me what that means in my current circumstances and I'm going to follow you. Lah. So easier said than done. Lah. It's not so easy in real life, but <laughs> that's where I want to work towards every day of the rest of my life. And I know the journey is still not yet done. So I, I foresee there'll be wrestling mm. more and more. Lah. But I, I want to believe that. So at least then I have an anchor. So I don't be like tossed around and I, I feel okay about it. And I, I can come to God and say, look, you said this, but how come what I'm experiencing is not this? What's happening? Mm -hmm. And I can have that really honest conversation and let God sort of deal with me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So um, that's, that's my, my take on that. Thanks for sharing. I, know, I, would, I wouldn't say an idealist. I would say your faith is really, really strong. And, and, and that, that's my takeaway, I think, uh, in everything, we just have to really uh, rely on our faith, our, our relationship with God, and, and really trust that everything is going to turn out in our favour according to God's plan. Mm, yeah. Mm. If your husband won't understand you, the only one that will is probably God. Lah. <laughs> that's true. That's so true. Though. Ask God to talk to, ask, ask God to, talk ask to God her husband. husband. Incidentally, <laughs> that's, the, that's the prayer that I do pray all the time. <laughs> Oh God, change his mind, change his mind. Can you edit that out, please? <laughs> okay. Um, okay, we've talked about faith. We've talked about identity. We've talked about dreaming big. Um, just one final question before I wrap up. Something, um, if maybe you could share with us something short and sweet or practical, um, a practical advice, one practical advice that you could give to um, you know, people like me and Ellie. Okay, for me, I think practical advice, uh, um, I think, is to, again, don't be afraid to dream big um, and start planning ahead, I think, if you can um, understand what it is that you maybe want out of life, um, understand what avenues and options you have, um, also understand the things within you that you want to explore that you can aim towards uh, in your role as uh, a parent or a parent-to-be. Mm. Uh, if there are things that you want to be able to um, achieve down the line, maybe set that goal and work out now what you can do to work towards that goal. Um, and I think just, yeah, like I said, planning ahead, understanding uh, what other alternative talents and abilities that you have, things that, that, that make you yourself grow in your individual capacity mm. um, I think that you can start doing that now um, and also just also really be kind to yourself um, mm. I think don't beat yourself so much if you feel yeah. that you're not achieving a certain standard of where uh, society tells you that you should be mm. you should not allow yourself to be judged by anyone else's benchmark other than your own and allowing God to take you through that process is actually uh, it's going to be a really interesting thing when you become a parent. But um, root yourselves in who he, who you are and in whose you are. You are God's and, and just root yourself in that. Mm. Okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, so be, keep your faith. Um, think about your goals. Think about what you really want in life. 
and probably start exploring some hobbies that you can monetize later on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's your plans. Your plans. My plan, yeah, I, I, I have 40 plants, so you know, hopefully I can sell plants one day. Plant that would be my... <laughs> Make a nursery. Yeah. yeah. Noel? Yeah, I, I like what I think Kim Kim is um, answering the question about practical advice, so she probably have a, a good answer there. And mine is not, I I would say not so practical, but like probably is this is something I prepared for, so like I I I wanted to just put it out there. Um, uh, so okay, like it sounds a bit ceremony, so bear with me. But like look up, right? Look up. I think that is mm. the perspective that I need to have. Um, I need to look away. So similar to what Kim said, I I need to just. Give myself a break, lah. Like, um, don't don't sweat over small things. Uh, which which I, I remember how big breastfeeding was for me. Like, I feel like I'm the most horrible mother when I cannot breastfeed. I'm one of those that like can pump for like 45 minutes and I get 20 ml. Like, I feel horrible. <laughs> it's just, so, but I learned to look away and say, you know what, it's okay. Forgive myself and move forward. And then. And then look forward and that connects to the dream, right? So I look up, I, I look away from those things that I, it really doesn't matter uh, in the long, in the grand scheme of things. Then I look forward for what is ahead, right? Mm. And then with all that, I think probably is one thing if I, probably is that posture of learning, because it, um, I think as we were talking, if there's one key takeaway even for me in this conversation was that give. I, I suddenly realized that, wow, what if this whole journey of motherhood is a gift that God has given us mm-hmm. and we are going to learn about ourselves. We're going to learn about our God and, and our family and my relationship with God and with the others, right? Well, wouldn't that be awesome? Because if I didn't go through this, I definitely wouldn't have the journey I have in the last five years. Definitely mm-hmm. will not. Uh, it could be something else that is also very enriching. But um, so like, yeah, so I think... Yeah, so this this whole posture of learning, it will take the pressure off because I'm you're learning anyway, ma. So mm. um, you can make mistake, you can get it wrong, you can don't know. when you're learning, you probably don't know, and then discover. So if if I can have that posture, which I didn't have la, of learning and discovery, I think I'll be happier la. Like like time, I felt like I already need to be a professor of motherhood right and and it was just too much pressure so now i'm like i should have been a student or kindergarten student then i think i'll be much happier mother so so that would probably be just something to share that's all the time we have today this is only our second episode we've got a lot more interesting things to talk about issues that we women are dealing with so if this interests you please like and subscribe hit the notification bell if you're on youtube you know the drill help us to build a community of christian women here in malaysia and light up the comment section if you want if you have any suggestions on any topics that we can tackle next see you guys next time